Hello, friends. Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And here we are, episode 112. 112. What is our topic? This is celebrating Pride Month. Cool. Yes. Very cool. I think it'll be a good episode. Awesome. Well, before we hop into it, do you have anything you want to share from last week? I do. I have uh, one uh, email that we received that I wanted to read. This is from Darlene. She said, I love this week's episode on music. My brother that's past communicates with me through music, but I never thought of looking this deep into it. I'm a little confused on how to analyze lines in the songs like you two had mentioned. Can you explain the process a little? Also, Danny loved the new song. The harmonica is so much fun (laughs) and works great in my opinion. By the way, what instrument do you play? Thanks for all you both do. Looking forward to your response. Love and light, Darlene. Thanks, Darlene. Yeah, that was very sweet. Very nice. So, um, f- as far as analyzing the songs go, this takes time. And a lot of times, it's retrospect that it takes like for something to change or something to happen. But we occasionally will sit down and try and analyze a song. One of the things that I usually start with is meditating on the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get into a meditative state, and then I listen to the song in question. And that helps me to kind of put the picture together. Um, we sat down early on in our spiritual journey. We had mentioned Freedom 90, so I yeah. pulled a few lines from that one. We pulled this one apart, um, and it makes far more sense to us now, at least to me it does. This is very much a song that I felt was for you, mm-hmm. and it is for you. It's like my mom and the other spirits kind of saying, like, um, the first line in the song is, mm-hmm. I won't let you down, I will not give you up. And uh, then it goes on in the next one to say, at the end of that, because I would really love to stick around. And so mm-hmm. that, to me, analyzing this means that my mom is here and she's helping as well as the other spirits and right. that they're not going to let you down. And one of the biggest things that I've learned is that if you allow them to do their work, they will do it more and more. And mm-hmm. so when it says, because I would really love to stick around, it's mm-hmm. because the more that you let them work, the, they will. And they want yeah, to. Because if you don't acknowledge them, they won't really, not that they won't come around, but yeah, they naturally won't be around as much, probably because they're not communicating with you. Right, exactly. So so that made sense. And then um, there's the one of the ones that we were always looking at and like, well, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. Now, in retrospect, it absolutely does. Uh, He says, all we have to do now is take these lies and make them true somehow. Mm -hmm. And we were at first like, but we're not telling any lies. What are we trying to make true? We're looking at it like too analytically, you know, too literally, too literally. Thank you. Uh, And so now I understand that it's that was manifestation. Mm -hmm. You're taking your dreams and your hopes and and your goals that aren't real right now. And you're actually with manifestation pretending that they're real, which in a kind of a way makes them a lie. Or it's things that you've told yourself are unobtainable. That too. Or that other people told you, oh, that's just, that's a pipe dream. It's way out of reach. That's absolutely so true. So it's, yeah. kind of it's kind of a metaphor for beating the odds, Yep, I guess. Yep. 
another line in there is today the way I play the game has got to change. I want to get myself happy. And that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, it's it's about changing things so that you're happy in what you're doing, whatever that may be. It's not mm-hmm. about what society thinks is right for you. You have to change change your ways in the way you want to be happy. And you have done that, absolutely. Right. So this song, when it was first presented to us, was um, shortly after I learned I was a medium, which was only about a year after you lost your job. Mm-hmm. And so freedom was a big part of what you w- were trying to a- attain at mm-hmm. the time. Right. But you were having a hard time a- not obtaining it because you had the freedom, right. but it was hard for you. Right. So this song was trying to teach you how to have your freedom and understand that this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So the timing was really right for the song. Yeah. I don't hear it as much now as I used to. Um, no, I it's, don't. It's, it's funny. Yeah. And that's exactly how it works yeah. is when you need that song, they present it to you. And then later on, if there's a situation that arises where you need that reminder, right. then they start throwing it to you again. I visit yeah. it now and then just for... Because I like the Me song. Too. It's like it's a high energy song. Mm. Um but it's weird, it's become an emotional song. Yep. It's weird how that works. Yeah. Once you can relate it to your life, it just kind of yeah. changes things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's high energy. It's great. I think it it's is. a really good song. I love it. I listen to it too. It's on several yeah. of my playlists. So yeah. And then she had asked you what, what instrument you play. I play the guitar. And um, very well. And on that, especially uh, Tom is the one this singing and playing the harmonica. Yep. So and he does a great job. Yes, I love it. It does make it fun. It gives it an old time, you know, older feel. Yeah, vintage kind of feel. Exactly. So he did a good job. So yeah. Thank you. Thank Darlene. you, Darlene. That was really cool of you. Appreciate that. And now uh, every week we're answering two questions for our listeners. Two questions. So this coming week, at you. <clears throat> let's see the first one that I have is from Claudia. She says, have spirits ever told you to do something bad? No. No. They don't tell you to do bad things because it's all love. Right. So if if you're hearing things that are bad, then um, that's definitely your own voice. Mm-hmm. So in that case, maybe um, uh, meditation will yeah. help to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. I have had that. Not telling me to do bad things, but I've talked about before, before where things used to sound like, like a record scratching or like I would hear just like, like swear words, like I had Tourette's just going on and on. Mm-hmm. It's just your mind that's they're trying to get through and your mind is trying to, to talk to you at the same time and you have to quiet them down. Right. And so once you do, usually that goes away. But spirits have no ill intent. They don't want you to do anything to harm anybody or yourself or hurt anybody, anything at all. They just want love and peace and happiness. So n- no. no. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yep. So I hope that answers your question, Claudia. And then the second one is from Patricia. She says, are you still a big Disney fan? What do you think about certain movies being canceled for reasons like not asking to kiss her? Have you heard about this? No. Okay. So I believe this is Snow White, um, that there's people, cancel culture is upset because the prince doesn't ask to kiss her. He just does. He just does it. He's trying to kind of save her life, people. (laughs) That's the story. Uh, okay, so 
to start. Yes, I don't think I I'll it. ever okay. not be a Disney fan. I think I'll probably I want to be like have my ashes spread around Disneyland. So I'll probably still want that when I die. Yeah, but it's illegal, so I didn't ask for that. If somebody does it, um, <laughs> anyways, I have an issue with cancel culture to begin with because everything is a lesson and everything changes and. Trying to yeah. go back and undo what's already been done, <coughs> in my opinion, is ridiculous. We just need yeah. to learn from it and move on. Yeah. So stop getting upset about a cartoon character being kissed by a prince and a, a skunk chasing around a cat that looks like a skunk because this is just right. stupid nonsense. These are cartoons. They don't mean anything. Music that they get mad about, like... Uh, some of Eminem's songs, he, cancel culture was trying to take him out too. Uh-huh. But we're okay with Cardi B yeah. and Nicki Minaj and them. What's the difference? So I don't understand cancel culture at all. Yeah. Um, so I think that they just need to leave Disney alone as well. Um, <laughs> Splash Mountain, they're turning into the princess and the frog. Totally cool with that. That's I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think that's cancel culture because that the movie that Splash Mountain is based on um, was uh, is illegal in the U.S. You can't sell it or buy oh, it right, right, in right, the U.S. Right. So this isn't something that you know we're we're doing. This is something we recognize. We removed it, so we might as well remove the rest of it, and we're replacing it with something that's better for that culture. Mm-hmm. We're not just canceling it out and saying take down all of Splash Mountain altogether for what it represents. Right. We're saying just replace it with something that's a little bit more up to date on that culture. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. There's my I get asked a lot of questions about Disney, um, about like their their controversies and how I feel about them. Right. You know, Walt right. Disney some people saying he was an anti Semite I'm twenty five percent Ashkenazi Jew and it still doesn't bother me because I don't believe a lot of the things that I heard but even if I did it's a different society back then and I'm not going to judge a man that I didn't know and judge his whole company on something that I don't even I can't even prove you know what I mean it's and like okay and if if that was the case um and he was that you're so far removed from him right Right. He's now on the other side, or at least we'll assume he's still on the other side. And he's learned from all his life lessons. Who the hell are we to Right, exactly to judge exactly that situation, especially now. Right. But yeah, I don't I mean and then you have to look past all the happiness that he's enjoyed that he's brought so many yeah. children. Yeah. Eh, you know, that's yeah. There's it, a lot of he said, she said. It's exactly. so hard to get wrapped up in it. I we don't... way overthink things. Yeah. Way. If we just would stop and just relax and, you know, everybody would be happier. But everybody wants to tell everybody else what to do. And the, what I tell people is just be you. Just do you do you. Okay. If you want to not like a certain company because of what they stand for, then don't. That's okay. Yeah. If you want to you know, not listen to a certain music because you don't think that what it stands for is good, then don't listen to it, right. you know? But you have to allow other people to do what it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my stance on that. So Yeah. So we thank all have you. a life. Yeah. Yes, this is true. So thank you for the question, Patricia. Thank Appreciate you, Patricia. It. Yes. Very cool. 
So that is what I have for you from last week. All right. Yeah. Well then, episode 112. 112. Celebrating Pride Month. Pride Month. Yay. Yay. So what is Pride Month? Um, well, Pride Month is it's celebrated every June as a tribute to those who were involved in the Stonewall Riots in 1969. And the Stonewall Riots happened in New York. Uh, it was actually June 28, 1969, after police raided the Stonewall Inn, which was a gay club in Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village. Uh, a year after the riots, Brenda Howard, a bisexual activist, organized Gay Pride Week. Hmm. And uh, Christopher, the Christopher Street Liberation Day Parade as well. So this morphed into what we now know as the New York City Pride March, which was the catalyst for similar, similar parades across the country and the world. That's cool. I never knew that story. Yeah, I, that's, I wanted to get into this a little bit. Why, why do we celebrate this? Is it just saying that, okay, we're going to take this whole month and it's going to be about LGBTQ+. Well, why? Why are we doing that? There's a story behind it. Right. There's, there's more to it than just that. So, uh, Bill Clinton was the first U.S. president to officially recognize Pride Month in 1999. And then uh, President Obama declared June LGBT Pride Month in 2009. The rainbow flag, here's a couple other facts for you. The rainbow flag, which stands for the, it's the sign of the LGBTQ community, was designed by Gilbert Baker and was first flown at the San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade on June 25, 1978. It wasn't until June 26th. It's cool. This all happened in June. They set this, you know, you can tell they set this to be around the date in the Gay Pride Month. Right. Uh, it wasn't until June 26, 2015, that gay marriage became legal throughout the United States. Nice. So they fought a long time. Yeah. A long time. So, yeah. Damn, 1969. Yeah. And they don't really say why the police raided this place? No, I, it, they didn't really get into it in the articles. I didn't want to get, you know, too far deep in this because there was so much to talk about. But at that time, it just wasn't accepted. Well, you I know, know it was it illegal, was... actually. What? Yeah. It, well, it was Ill gay marriage is, was illegal until 2015. This whole but, thing was like underground, but, kind of. Well, the marriage is one yeah. thing, but I mean, was it like a? They probably figured that there was like more a sex going. Club? Yeah, they okay. probably okay. figured that would be my guess. Okay. You know, maybe they were insinuating that. I don't know. I gotcha. didn't look into <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I see. So all right, I'm not really sure. Sorry, I should have looked more into that. Uh, so let's see. Then I wanted to know, like, when did this start becoming a worldwide thing? And the first inaugural worldwide. Uh, uh, gay Pride was held in Rome in 2000. So, so let's see. We're not that far. They weren't too far behind with the whole world mm. coming together. Yeah. Yep. I asked our listeners some questions, and I did it differently this week than I normally do it. I normally put it up on the group there, but I did a survey monkey because I wanted people to be open and honest about this topic. Because for some people, it's an uncomfortable topic. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do it, period, was because I work with a lot of LGBTQ uh, people and their families. I work with people that um, I actually... I told this a little bit last week of why we were going to do this is I recently worked with a woman who was concerned about her son and when I kind of went into what was going on here I realized that he was struggling with his sexuality but he's not gay and he's not 
he's not bisexual. It was what was coming up was that he was pansexual. And so mm. she didn't know what I was talking about. And I can totally understand that because this is probably something that not a lot of people really understand, you know, that much about it. So I figured we need to get into it and kind of explain a little bit more. You know, this is coming more and more to the surface with um, like the transgender community and with, um, you know, people with the, what do they call it, becoming non-binary and having to change pronouns. It's becoming kind of confusing for some people. And so I figured let's get into it and, yeah. and discuss it more, you know. Good. So what I did with the listeners, again, is I did this survey monkey. So 92% of the people that answered were female and 8% were male. No one identified as a sex other than what they were assigned at birth. 85% identify as straight, 7% as gay, and 7% as pansexual. 60% consider them an ally, though. Um, so you're not a part of the LGBTQ community, but you support them. So maybe you have a, a son or a daughter. Maybe you just, you know, really support that community. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. What else did I ask them? Oh, and 16% are not really sure about how they feel about this. They're still kind of, you know, mm -hmm. learning. But let's talk about what the different, what LGBTQ stands for. What what are all these different things so that maybe we can help some people to understand a little bit more of, you know, exactly what falls where. Because there yeah. is a lot of confusion. Yeah, there is. Okay, so first, LGBTQ plus means lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning. The plus adds the remainder of the communities, which include pansexual, genderqueer, asexual, and a few different ones. There's like a list. There's really a long list. So I just kind of took the most common ones so that we can talk about those. Right. Um, okay. So lesbian is female homosexual who experiences romantic love or sexual attraction to only women. And then gay is the, the male equivalent. But sometimes lesbians are referred to as gay. Right. So it's in the same thing. Uh, bisexual is romantic attraction, sexual attraction, or sexual behavior towards both males and females. Transgender uh, is a term for people who identify different from what is typically associated with them at birth. So what they were assigned. So if they were assigned to be a male, then they change to be a female and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, also known as trans. <clears throat> Queer. This was a, originally a bad term. I remember this being something that you did not want to use in this. I'm kind of surprised they used that. I don't want to, I'm not going to put it on the same level because it's not, but yeah. it's kind of like the N-word a little bit, that it's like if you use, use it, it in your title. own community, yeah, yeah it's different. Um, they The reason why they did that is because they were trying to take the negativity away from it and make it a positive a legitimate, word. Exactly. Right. Um, so queer, like I said, it originally started as a derogatory term for homosexuals. Mm. It's now an umbrella term used for sexual or general gender minorities that aren't heterosexual. So anybody really that falls into this and then questioning, um, which is a part of the queue as well, is someone who is unsure, still exploring or or concerned about applying a social label to their sexuality. And then under the plus, a couple of the ones that fall in there um, are asexual. And this was another one that people really wanted to know about is asexual. This is a lack of sexual attraction to anyone or a low or absent interest in sex. 
So I looked this one up and did a little bit more work on it because people were interested in knowing about this one. Mm -hmm. um, there was one person that asked, does this mean that they just hate everybody is the way they put it <laughs> or something like that? No. No, not at all. What it means is that they don't have... Uh, they have little to no sex drive. Mm. And there's a spectrum of this. There's people that are very asexual and a little asexual. There's people that may be in a relationship but don't have sex. It's just that they like to not have... That's not a part of what right. they want to do. Right. But they still want to have the other things. It's just that part. Mm -hmm. um, then there's others that are just totally, completely, 100% not interested in any of it. Uh, it doesn't make somebody weird. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them. It doesn't mean that they've suffered trauma in their life. It just means that that's who they are and that they're not interested. And for some for some of us, that may seem weird. Like, mm. how are you not interested? But for them, they may look at us and think, how are you interested? Right. So we can't really tell anybody, you know, how they're supposed to feel or not feel. If there's somebody that's just not interested, they're just not interested. Yeah, I mean, even if it was trauma or wasn't trauma-based, you know, yeah. what does it matter? Right, That's exactly. a person's choice. Exactly, yeah. And there's a lot of women, too, that, you know, they may have, like, gone through surgery. You know, they may not, you know, ha like, had a hysterectomy. They're just not interested, and they just go about their life. My, my ex-mother-in-law was kind of like that. She just wasn't interested in any of it after her divorce, you right. know, um, and that she lived very happily like that. But she wasn't that way in the first part of her life. So, again, it's on the spectrum of whatever works for you. But mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean anything negative at right. all. Right. So um, cool. that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah, because I was a little bit confused, too. Like, yeah. does it because like, well, people said that Michael Jackson was asexual, which I don't really believe because there was a lot going on there that, you know. But, you know, he suffered a lot of trauma. He did, too. Yeah. He was a kid, so. Yeah. It's. But he may have been somewhere on that spectrum still of, like, he didn't want a romantic relationship. He right. wasn't interested in any of, of that, you know. Right. But, yeah. Uh, and then pansexual was another one that our listeners wanted to know about. And pansexual is sexual attraction, romantic love, or emotional attraction of any sex or gender identity, also called gender blind, asserting that gender and sex are irrelevant in determining who they are attracted to. So one of the listeners, and again, this is anonymous, so I don't know who said this, said that people that consider themselves pansexual are not pansexual, they're just bisexual. But that's not the case. And I understand where you could see that. But because it's considered trans is kind of considered its own thing. Um, and a pansexual person would also be attracted to somebody that's non-binary. Right. There is, it's a different level. It's, it's not the same thing. So they're attracted to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, men that used to be women, women that used to be men, right. all of it. Everybody on my list here. <laughs> so it's very different than yeah. than uh, bisexual. So I just wanted to kind of clear that up. Um, and then we get more into gender identity, where for me, this was a little... It, I'm not going to lie. It's still a little bit confusing as far as like pronouns and stuff goes. And like... Yeah. What, having a teenager in this oh, time yeah. right now is kind of helpful, actually, because yeah. she is uh, amongst her peers of that generation. So... She's kind of able to explain it yes. a lot better, too, because I was sort of like thinking in English terms. Right. How we were taught 
in in English, what are pronouns and right? Exactly. How do you address something, someone, right. to identify it? it? Times are changing, right? And we just have to accept that. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, it's just going to happen, yeah. and we have to learn to understand this better. Yeah. And you know, we are totally 100% fine with this stuff, okay? So we're not saying that there's anything wrong with this. Not at all. Um, But we're a little bit confused, too, on the pronouns and stuff. So, you know, for us, we have to ask questions, and we have to get used to it as well. And that's pretty much what it is going to be like for everybody. You have to get used to it. You have to figure out how to do this if you don't know somebody's gender. And so there's something that I'll read in a little bit that kind of tells you a little bit of how to to deal with this. For me it's like who do who are you supposed to ask what gender there is and who are you not supposed to ask, you know? Right. Um that's where it gets kind of weird. But anyways, let's talk a little bit more first about uh gender identity. Right. Um for most people, gender identity aligns with the sex assigned at birth. But for several LGBTQ+ communities, gender identity varies from the sex assigned at birth. Uh, a trans man is listed as a woman at birth and now identifies as a man. And a trans woman was listed as a man at birth and is now a woman. That one I kind of got a little bit confused on. Like, was it a trans woman because she, she's now, she used to be a woman? Or is it trans woman because she's now a woman? And so this is that it's a trans man listed, was a, a woman at birth and is now a man. So a trans man used to be a woman. Yeah. So that's the easy, right. easy He's explanation. Transition to man. Transition to a man. So trans man right. was born as a woman. So that's a an easy way to remember that. Because I did. I had a problem. I had a hard time with that one for a while. It's like mm. which which one is it? I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know. Mm. Uh, but nine non-binary is where I think that a lot of us are having the the problem with the proper English that it throws us off. Yes. Um, So non-binary is a term for people who do not describe themselves or their genders as fitting into categories of male and female. So they're just, they're just, it's just, yeah, no gender. Um, Let me read this to you. Let me find it. I have all my screenshots here. Okay. What is the right way to find out a person's pronouns? Start by giving your own. For example, my pronouns are she, her. So if if I'm introducing myself to someone, I would say I'm Samantha and I use pronouns she, her. What about you? So this may be what's coming and we're going to have to get used to it. Um, For the older generations, will we have to do this as much? I don't know. But for the younger generations, this is where we're headed. So it's going to be like an introduction to a conversation. Is that's what it seems like? Yes, right. yes. Because that's what that's where I was sort of in my mind going. Well, how do we know? Are we always saying they them? Right. Or, or do we find out how do you prefer to be addressed? Right. So, well, this is the proper way. Third party, I guess. This right? is or this second is second party. Yeah. This is the thir- this is the proper way to do that. Um, and it said in this article, you know, it may feel a little awkward at first, but eventually it just becomes another one of those get to know you questions. It's right. just, you know, it's the norm. It'll become the norm. Um, the The problem is for us in the, the older generations is the English part of it. The saying they instead of she and or he is it is hard. But it almost feels 
too, like the way we were raised, like that's a private question. Right. You know, like, how do you identify as genderly? Right. What? It's not anymore. This is something that's very, it's very much talked about now. They're there. It's way more open than it used to be. Uh, We had, I'm going to read this. One of our listeners (sighs) that um, it wasn't a question, but it was, it was a comment about um, learning about, the community, the homosexual community. Mm-hmm. Um, and this person said, I've known about homosexuality since I was about 10 years old. We moved to Hollywood and there was a gay couple that lived across the street. I asked my mother why they never had lady visitors and she said they were gay. This was my first lesson in gay life. She also had a friend who she worked with in a gay relationship. Um, we all have these stories, especially for the older generations, mm-hmm. maybe not the younger ones so much because now it's normal for them. But for us, like, we had this introduction into this, you know, well, I mean, I guess it does happen even nowadays, but maybe just it's not, it's more norm now than it was back then. I I remember mine. Um, My mom had a gay best friend and I didn't really know. I think I was like six or seven, Mm -hmm. second grade. And there was... um, like a, what do they call it? Like a jingle that the kids were singing. Uh Uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Michael Jackson is a F-A-G. Okay. So I sang this to my mom. Oh, no, that's, I'm sorry. I'm going to start my story over. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) So I used that word and said that it was Prince, that Prince was an F-A-G. Oh, okay. Okay? Sorry, it's a long time ago. And my mom said, no, that he's not, and that's not a good word to use, but I said, well, then what does it mean? And she told me that her best friend would fit that category, that he was gay, that he liked other men. Right. Okay. So we go to see Michael Jackson. <clears throat> and we're in the back of the limo, and this friend is there, and my young friend is with me, and she starts singing that, the I pledge allegiance to the flag Michael oh, Jackson. No. is. Yeah. And I stopped her, and I said, do you know what a F-A-G is? Do you know what that is? And I said, Michael Jackson isn't one of those. And her gay, my mom's best gay friend was in the car. And I felt, I feel so bad now looking back at that. Like, (laughs) I know he was so uncomfortable about it. You know, he brought it up like later on Uh uh, when I was older. But, you know, it's one of those stories. We, a lot of us have them, you know, of things that, you know, stick our foot in our mouth, our first, you know, experience with, this situation but now it's a lot more normalized now it's yeah. you know i think our kids don't they're not kind of made to feel like it's awkward it's it's wrong it's different because right. it's just a part of them i mean there's kids that i went to school with that now are are gay or lesbian uh in the community and i knew it then i knew it then but they're not gonna say that right. then because right. that was we're talking the 80s and the 90s and it was really difficult back then to even come out of the closet mm-hmm. you know but now it's becoming more and more normalized in society which is great because it allows people to just be who they are and just yeah. you know be who they want to be i've had some really great friends that are gay yeah or lesbian me too and some of the really coolest people i've ever met so yeah it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is yeah you know it's not about that that's really like you said it's like a private it seems like more of a private thing yeah you know like this is kind of your business and why are we even talking about it but if you're comfortable talking about it fine but pushing like what what uh sex are you attracted to to me seems like an invasion of privacy you know it's like why do you want to know what difference does it make if people want to share that's one thing but if you know somebody's you know, right. well, why? What difference does it make? Is it like the color of my skin? Does that make a difference either? It really shouldn't. No, no. 
no. To, at least that's how I feel. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I another question that I asked our listeners was if they feel that that uh, being gay, lesbian in this in this community, um, if this is something that you're born with, or if this is a choice, and eighty five percent said that you're born this way, and fifteen percent said that it's a choice. And you know, this is a question that I don't think we can ever really answer. You know, yeah, because I feel like maybe for one person it is that way, and for the other person it isn't. Right there, uh, your cousin Hope she did post something in the discussion group about um, chromosomes and and how there is it, it's possibly in the genes. I didn't get a chance to read mm-hmm. it. I'm sorry, Hope, but if anybody wants to read it, it's in the discussion group. So it it is possible that it is something that's in our genes. Right. You know, but I have seen small children that have those. That, that have oh, the yes. tendencies that they, It's you obvious know, from very young. Very young, yeah. But then I've seen people, let's take, for example, um, I don't really know anybody off the top of my head, but let's say a woman that's been married for many years had children. Maybe her husband passed away or they divorced. Right. Um, and then she decides to try something different. Yeah. That's a choice. Exactly. She wasn't born. That wasn't the path she was headed down. Right. Yeah. But she changed. So, and she at that point would maybe identify as being gay or lesbian. Right. You know? So I feel like some of it can be genetic and some of it is a choice. Yeah. It absolutely could be for sure. Uh, Another question that I asked our listeners is if your child that was born a girl decided to transition to a boy, how would you feel or react? And um, 35% said I would be 100% supportive. 57% said it would take some getting used to, but I would be okay with it. And 7% said I'm not okay with it. You know, I, for me personally, like I would be okay with whatever Marina decided that she wanted. Absolutely. Whether it's gay, straight, bi, pan, she wants to be a male. You know, you. I think you can see these things in your kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think that whatever she's to decide is going to shock us at all. Right. Um, and I think that for a lot of people that have kids that are that are in the community, and you know, even the ones that are are thinking non-binary or transitioning, there's signs. There's things there. They don't just all of a sudden one day go. I mm-hmm. think I want to be a boy. There's signs there from an early age that yeah. that happen and and get more and more frequent. So, you know, there should be some kind of warning there. I think for most people, I, I know that a lot are probably they are caught off guard. But if you look at the signs, right. you know, you know, I would love her just the same. Absolutely, I, I, I you know, some parents feel like they have this rite of passage to bring you into this world okay they're just an instrument or a channel yeah to bring you into this world your destiny was to be here was all you to begin with so you decided to come here you just used us as that channel right but some parents feel like there's this rite of passage in raising a kid that you control them right and you I hate to use this word, but inflict your ideals upon them. Yeah. And try to carve their path for them. That's wrong. Yeah. Because, again, you're just a channel. That is a soul um, that is here 
to have its own path, its own experience. Right. You're here to guide in those formative younger years until they're an adult and on their own and doing their own family and home and vacations and all those fun things and stressing out like adults do. <laughs> That's your job as a parent yeah. is to love them and show them that anything is possible. It's never to judge them yeah. for anything. You know, of course, if they're saying something that you know is like, no, right. You know, you're going to get burned. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Or, you know, and that's a metaphor. I mean, yeah. that could be anything. But yeah, then you're there to give warning. But other than that, that's part of guiding. Right. As a as a little kid, we all got to learn everything. But to to insist on them walking your path and having your ideas and your thoughts and your feelings. And then on top of that, to take away your love because they don't want to be what they came in this world as. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. Yep. So. When you were talking, one of the things that kind of came in um, is that one of the things the universe would like us to do is not honor what our parents did that made us uncomfortable or unhappy. So like for me, I try and think about with, with Marina, the things that like she's doing or whatever's going on. And I try and think back to when I was a teenager and if my mom would have reacted that way, how would I have felt and how would I want to change that? How do I want to make it so that it's okay for her to talk about these things or whatever? Think about those things that your parents did that made you go, Oh, why are they like this? Why are they doing (laughs) this? I mean, sometimes it's just a generational gap, but sometimes it really is because they feel like they can just throw their opinions on you and that's not the way that this works everybody has their own life and what's right for you may not be right for them and vice versa but we can't tell them who they should and shouldn't be yeah because we may because of the generational gap we may have a tendency to react like our parents did right even though maybe we don't agree 100 percent with our own parents and some of the things they said or did or whatever their ideals we still have this tendency because that's it's the strange thing of genetics and you know um absorption of what you learn in these right. real young years that's why i feel like here's an example i remember when we used to go to preschool and they used to say to the kid the, how to like with kids you you just put out a couple outfits yeah and let them pick. Right. right? Yeah. We didn't do that with Marina. Yeah. We were like, pick what you want. Right. That kid would come out of her room with like jeans <laughs> on and a tutu skirt <laughs> and then sweatsuit Tuesday sweatsuit top. Sweatsuit Tuesday, or, yeah. you know, I mean, she would have the most wildest get up sometimes. Yeah. And I would just look at her and yeah, sometimes it was funny. Yeah. And I would chuckle, you know, yeah. like... Or, Turn my face and, you know, but I would look at her and go, that that's what you're going to wear today. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's go. And we go to school. Because um, I wanted her to express herself. Yeah. However, she felt like it. Yeah. And not putting out this here, pick from one or the other. I'm not saying choices and guiding them a little bit isn't good. Right. But when she was old enough to pick what she wanted to wear, I didn't. You know, and I was like, go for it. Yeah. Yep. 
Something else that we need to remember is how we talk about other people in front of our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if this was the same reading as the boy that I felt was pansexual or a different one, but there was a reading that I did mm-hmm. where the the boy heard his father talking negatively about um, being gay, and he the, so the boy had been questioning his sexuality, but he didn't feel comfortable to bring it up to his family because of how the father could potentially respond to it because of the jokes that he makes. Um, I was talking to you about this earlier too, that I, it is, it's hard when like my mom was a huge jokester and used to say like all those kinds of things. What happens then is you shut them down because then they don't want to come and talk to you about things that they may need to talk to somebody about. So we have to be careful about what we say in front of our kids so that they feel that they can come and talk to us. And we're not going to be like, ah, this is the way you want to go with your life. Because they are kids, and they, they don't know, and they're, you know, they're learning, so we can't just shut them down. Right. So, there's my rant for the day. <laughs> okay, let's do some of these questions from our listeners on this subject. Um, this is a good one. How does the universe feel about this topic? Religion has taught me all of this is a sin, but I don't believe that, I don't believe that based on what I have learned about spiritualism so far. Yeah, that's a great question. It's a great question. The universe, honestly, they don't give a damn. Yeah. They think it's silly. Yeah. They think it's silly that we even identify as anything more than our name and a human being. Yeah. But so, but they understand that worlds and civilizations have their rules and they're not going to get involved no not in a direct way they are getting involved this is part of it is to open the greater consciousness of mankind and say let's let's start let's get back to like just walking our own path right you know let's keep our side of the street clean and worry about the other guy right i know sometimes that's hard when you have to look across the street you know, if you if you're that judgmental, well then go somewhere else. Right. I'll give you an example of the universe. What the universe would like us to do. The universe would like us if we want to be married to be married, mm-hmm. and if we decide that we want to be in a committed relationship, that we are in a committed relationship, and that we're honest with our partner. If we decide that we want to be in an open relationship, that we are honest with our partner, it's about honesty. It's about treating the other person with respect. It's about being good to ourselves. It's about, you know, knowing who we are, learning who we are, and being that person and not caring what other people think. So the universe, like Danny says, they don't care. They they want you to be happy. So if you feel that you're gay, be gay. If you right. feel that you're bi, be bi, whatever. If you feel that you're a boy, but you were born a girl, do you. Right. That's what the universe wants to see you do. And that's when you get rewarded. When you stop listening to the ones around that tell you not to do what you want to do or be who you are. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to go scream shout it from the rooftops if you don't want to. Right. You can still be a private person, but you do you and you live you. Right. And that's what's important. It, and that's what the universe wants. Love is love. Yeah, I think that's ultimately they want us to put down our arms and stop f- judging and fighting yeah. each other and accept each other for who that person is and their hopes and desires and dreams. 
And in turn, that person should do the same for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that needs to extend across all humanity. Yep. Before we could ever really live, you know, in total harmony, that's the mentality that has to happen. And I believe it can get there. It's just going to take a while. Yep. There's a, a meme that's floating around Facebook because it's Pride Month. And it's it says, I wish I would have saved it so I could read it. it. But it says something along the lines of, if a gay person proposes to you and you don't like that, just say no. Follow me for more life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. If you uh, don't like it, just say no. Yeah. I can guarantee you that if you're a straight man, a gay man is not going to try and, you know, weasel his way into your life unless he's a bad I've person. Really, and women do that too. But I've had really cool gay male friends. Oh, they're wonderful. They're, they're, the they're best. human people. They're, they're human beings. They're souls. They're great. They're, yeah. And I have no discomfort or feeling no awkward because I, you know, it's pretty evident that I'm not, but it's, I don't have to rule out the possibility of meeting somebody that could greatly affect my life. Yeah. Just because of their sexual orientation. No, it makes sense. Or the color of their skin or whatever. Yeah. Basically, what when you tell somebody that they shouldn't be gay, you're telling them to live by your beliefs. Exactly. And that's just not okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Let's, yeah. let's pay attention to our own side of the street here and, yep. and let everybody walk their own path. That's exactly right. Mind your business. Right. Yeah. And everybody will be happier. Right. It's one one one. I just looked at yeah. the clock. Okay, let's see what other questions we have here. Um, let's see. This is more of a statement. It looks like, but let's read it. Uh, I wish I didn't think it. It. I wish I didn't think it isn't a big deal. We have family members who are part of the LGBTQ plus community and have never twice not never thought twice about it. We are open with our kids, and they have the same views. I just wish Pride Month wasn't such a big deal when they were younger, as it brought up questions about sex that I wasn't ready to talk about with my kids. I don't care who you love as long as you are happy. I just didn't want my kids to know what sexual orientation was before they needed to know what sex is. Mm. I can understand. I mean, everybody has, you know, their own. I can understand that, but at the same time, the the... They don't need to know what sex the act is, no. but it's not a di as dirty as we try and make it out to be. That's one of the bigger problems with society is That's, that yeah. it, we try and make this out to Especially be something America. dirty that only dirty people do this. No, everybody does That's it. That's why there's seven well, billion of us on most this people. Ball. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so we're you know you don't have to teach your kids how the sex works. That's not you know, right. but. To know that somebody, a man loves a man and a woman loves a woman or whatever. Ma, it, I never. <laughs> oh, no. I know this laugh. When he laughs like this, he can't control it. So excuse right. him for a moment. Get control of yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> but, you know... I, I, yeah, pride has become a huge yeah. thing. You walk, I don't know about all the states and across the world, but right. here in California, you walk into a Target or, you know, World uh, Market, any place that you walk into, there's a pride stand usually like right in front right now right. with shirts and books and whatever. Um, you know, there's, there's easy ways to explain this and then there's difficult yeah. ways to explain this. You can make a big deal out of it or you can just say, it's just about love. Right. It's yeah. just about loving you can who you are. It for yeah. the kids, mm -hmm. I, but I get it's a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, 
I think every parent uh, is a bit uncomfortable yeah. when it comes to that topic, no matter what the age is. But, yes, um, you know, I told Marina from a young age, I don't care if you like girls or boys. It doesn't matter yeah. to me. It's, it's your th- life. Right. So, yeah, I guess the best way to simplify it for a kid is like, you know how, you know, if if this woman has a husband, you know how mom and dad have that special feeling and we love each other. Well, whatever that special feeling comes for you, whether it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the special feeling. Right. You know, The special feeling isn't all about procreation. No, we don't have to discuss intercourse. Right. It, it really, you know, so saying, you know, these two can't have a baby because they're woman and woman, you can leave that totally out. It's just about love. Right. You know, at this point, when they get older, then they can deal with the well, it has to do with sex. Right. But if they're taught from a young age that it doesn't matter that you can love anybody, then they're going to grow up and be happier people all mm-hmm. around, really. I they're so. not taught hate. So. Let's see what else we have from our listeners. Uh, let's see. I think that is all of the questions that I had. The last one was um, Hope saying, she said, my friend shared an amazing walkthrough of the biology of it. If I can find it, I'll put it up on the the group. And she did. So like I said, if you're in the group, um, go there and check it out. It does explain some of the biology of, of how this could be something that, you know, is, is, is in us, right. is biological you know yeah i mean we don't know for sure this is here's one of the things about life that gets me is that and i think i've mentioned this before but this is 2021 okay right we are so young on this planet as a species like or what came before us we don't know this planet is how many is it like billions of years old it's very, 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 very old. And if we think <laughs> that we are the first people here, we're wrong. Right. Okay, but we're developing. And as we develop, everything changes. Our technology changes, our way of life changes, our thinking changes. And this is one of the things that needs to change along with it is that, and I know that there's there's people that aren't going to agree with me, and that's okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to tell people who to be or what to think. But it's going to be easier for us as a society and spiritually if we just accept everybody for what they are. Yeah. This is not the first time that homosexuality, I'm just speaking about homosexuality, but not transgender and stuff like that. But this is not the first time that this has been prominent in human civilization. Right. Ancient Roman Greece, there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. I would guess probably even uh, ancient Egypt and Atlantis. Yeah. That there was less um, identification as sexual preference and you just who were who you were. Right. So for some reason, we're stuck in this little bit of history that's the judgmental part. Right. And we're trying to figure out how to live and let live. And that essentially is... The goal. Right, exactly. It's just live and let live. That, really, that that is. I was just kind of writing down, some, like I said, sometimes I, I hear things um, that a lot of times the the people that say, like, the most horrible things, they're, those are the hypocritical ones. Mm-hmm. You know, they're being judgmental, but they're also being hypocritical because most of them are doing something in their life that is much worse than anything like this, right. you know? I'm not 
a religious person. Obviously, I'm spiritual. I don't know much about the Bible, but I can tell you that no place in the Bible did Jesus say to hate somebody because of their sexual preference. No. Nowhere in the Bible did they say that it's wrong to love somebody. Right. That it does it talks about, you know, like adultery and stuff like that. It doesn't talk about you know, a man loving a man, a woman loving a woman. It, Jesus loved everybody. And anything that you would have said that was hate-related, he wouldn't have been like, oh, that's good. That Yeah, yeah. Right. The, don't like that guy because he's gay. No. Jesus would have been like, this is just, he's another son of God, mm-hmm. you know? So we have to think about these things. Like, that. that's just, I don't know. The hypocriticalness of, of it all yep. gets to me. But, but anyways... We went off that one too, but that's what I have for you for my my episode. Cool, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I you know it's not always along the spiritual topics that we talk about, but we do hit on the spiritualism in it. Right. You know, we talked about that about what the universe thinks about it, and that that is really important right. because you know really that that is at the end of the day, it's just about love. Yeah. Just love is love. Just that's it. You know, that's what we say at the end of every episode. Here is peace, love, and that. We want to extend that to whoever. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, you know, um, what your preference is, what your color is to me, and what your right. beliefs are. Um, I'm just here to share mine, right? And my experience, exactly. But like you said, love is love, and uh, to me, that's the only way out of this. Yep, exactly. So. We'll see. Yeah. Well, happy Pride Month to everybody that yes. is in the community. For we sure. Celebrate you. Very much so. Yep. Cool. Well, Great. before we say goodbye to our friends, yeah. would you like to share your page? Yes. You can find anything you want to know on my website, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. If you can't find it there, send me an email if you want to set up an appointment, too. You can do it through my website or my email Um Beyond the Bridge 11 at gmail.com. Nice. And then you, sir. Yes. Uh, for my art, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Facebook and Instagram. And for the music, uh, gypsybrown.com for the web, at gypsybrownmusic for Instagram, and at gypsybrownband for Facebook. I just want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody for all your questions and, like, you know, participation. Yeah. And the polls and the we two really questions. A week, so um, it's fun. It is. You make, you make it fun, and I, I'm, it just makes me feel good to know that people listen to us talk and yeah. they get something out of it. You know, it's I, great. I love that. I do too. I, I wish sometimes there could be just this open forum and we could sit and all talk totally. in a room and like interact and take questions and wouldn't that be cool ask you questions you know about yourself yeah sort of thing because i feel like we get a lot of questions but i'd love to ask yeah some of these people questions you totally know, so. that would be awesome but um so anyways i just want to take a moment to say that yeah it, it, it makes it a lot of fun it does we enjoy doing this so and a lot you. of them are i mean not a lot of them they're all really good questions yeah absolutely you have to think about them sometimes yep so great cool well we hope everybody has a great week that we do and until next week peace and love, love.